0: And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Welcome to it. Chewing the fat. (sighs) Fat pile Friday. The final day. Day 78 in the COVID-19 quarantine bunker. The CQB. The final day. At least, that's the plan anyway. We'll see if that really transpires. So, because times are so hard, a casino owner in Las Vegas, Nevada has offered up a plan to bring in tourists. Derek Stevens, the owner of The D, The Golden Gate and Circa Las Vegas which is still under construction, is offering 1,000 free airline tickets to come to Las Vegas. Allegiant Frontier Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Spirit Airlines, and Sun Country Airlines are participating in the promotion, which has been named Keep America Flying. Now, sure, sure, Derek is paying for a one-way ticket to come to Vegas, and sure, you're responsible for booking your return flight, and of course, you're responsible for the hotel accommodations and any other expenses that you have on your vacation, but, but you will get a free one-way ticket to Las Vegas, Nevada. So you know the, the phrase, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, well, That's kind of probably what should have happened here. Um, It wasn't Las Vegas. It was Australia. uh, New South Wales, to be exact. But uh, this client uh, hired these two men over Facebook to come to his home, tie him up, and do things with a broom. So... They, he was willing to pay $5,000 if it was really good. Now, between the time he hired these guys over Facebook and the time that they were supposed to come to his home to help him with his fantasy, he moved. And he forgot to tell the guys that he had moved. So when the guys came to the house at 6.15 he just, the person who was living in the house now just assumed it was a friend who comes over every day to make morning coffee. (laughs) So the men who were hired to show up and do the fantasy, uh, were in the wrong house and they had, uh, they went into the, they went into the other room and stood on his bed and they had their machetes and their other props for their role play. And then they realized, Ooh, Hey, um, this is not the right place. This guy is the wrong guy. He's freaking out. He's, uh, not the right name. And so he told them, who are you looking for? And they told him, and he said, well, he moved. He moved to here. So the guys picked up their belongings and went to the guy's address. And they started in their role-play fantasy. Then a little while later, um, the police showed up and arrested the two guys for uh for showing up at the other guy's house and, um, you know, having a weapons with them, uh, the big, great big knife and, uh, and, uh, and other implements that they were going to use. So the one guy is out now. He's already been released. I don't know what happened to the other guy. The other guy must have done something more horrible than carry his implements for the fantasy because he's still in jail. But there's a good rule of thumb when you hire someone to come to your home and live out a fantasy, whatever that fantasy may be, and you move, you might want to let him know. You know, it's just a good idea. So, good news, coming from Amazon, the evil Amazon, uh, they are going to offer 125,000 temporary workers full-time jobs. So the temporary workers that it hired during the pandemic, they're offering them full-time jobs. Outstanding. I mean, that's, that's great news. And one of the reasons that they're able to do that is because they sell what people want. Now, they also have, one of the things that people want is this boat-shaped pool float that fits up to six people and has a built-in cooler. I never knew I wanted a boat float before, but I want one now. It's a six-person inflatable Bay Breeze boat island party island. Comes with a built in cooler, eight cup holders. So you have six people, but eight cup holders. Okay. And uh, it's only $319.99 on Amazon. Now, you may be able to find it someplace else online. Right now, it's unavailable on Amazon. It's sold out. I know. <laughs> I know. You know why it's sold out? Because it's cool. And people realized, hey, you know what we need is the six person boat float with the built in cooler. Now I will say, I hope, and I don't know this, I do not know this. I hope that it comes with an air pump because you do not want to be the person blowing this thing up and you don't want to be the person hand pumping that up. You just don't. You want to have at the very least a battery charged air pump but really you need an electrical air pump and just crank that bad boy up cuz that's some that's some blowing to blow up the boat float and yes <laughs> you can quote me on that that is some blowing You know what I find hard to believe is that at Jack is going to take on the president of the United States. Good luck. Good luck. Look, I know, I know all about the, you know, it's just only Twitter. I get it. But even Zuckerberg, I mean, boring old Mark is trying to distance himself from the battle that is ensuing between Trump and Twitter and really at Jack, right? I mean, Jack is the one that ultimately he even said, he's the one don't blame my employees. I'm the guy. So, I mean, Zuckerberg says social networks should not be fact checking political speech. And he wants to really, distance himself. I know. (laughs) I get it. And, you know, Trump has been with his executive orders and against Twitter, and he's really having the battle. Well, then, you know, Jack pushes the envelope again by not deleting a Trump tweet, just making it so you have to click through to see it. And really, I mean, it's like, uh, look what we can do, President Trump. And it says, you know, this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible and then a learn more link and then a, you know, a click on the view. Now I click on the, uh, the word view to view the tweet that really you know, a highlights the tweet more and it's just, you know, Twitter saying, look what we can do. We can shut you down if we want to. Don't worry about it. Well, now you've got, uh, senators and congressmen and the president attacking, uh, the social media accounts. Okay. If that's what you want, you want the battle. Good for you. I mean, you all were all happy when you got the uh, when you got the special benefit of having the exemption because you were a platform and uh, you know not a publisher, so you know that Section two hundred and thirty of the Commission's Decency Act, which gives you you know that safety net, so you can't be sued. Uh, you know, Google, Facebook, and Twitter, they got it because they were supposed to operate as impartial open channels of communication and not curators of acceptable opinion. And so now you're taking on the president. Oh man, I got to tell you, while I think the whole thing is kind of silly. Uh, And not silly in in the ha-ha-ha way. It's just like Trump knows he can't do what he's trying to do or what he says he's going to do. He knows that. And he's the president. And Jack is just trying to, you know, have his chest puffed out and say it's my company and I can do what I want. Well, then don't come to the government for your safety net. Okay? Take it away. And when that gets taken away, good luck, God bless. So really what President Trump should do, and we, you know, is just move to a different platform. And I know that isn't Twitter, but move to another platform and just say, I'm moving here. And every time he speaks, he mentions the new platform. And then he promotes, when he tweets something, he should have, you know, his do boy or do girl or do person uh, or do whatever they identify as. Uh, thing, to tweet. Hey, I just tweeted on this platform on Twitter. I just parlayed, or I just I do like the uh, we had an idea on Pat, unleashed this morning. Uh, you know, trumpet. I like that a lot, and, and if I'm parlor. <laughs> I might knock on the White House's front door today and say, "Hey, here's a phone with parlor on it, but we're willing to change our name to Trumpet. And you can just say everything you want to say on here." And that would be wonderful, Mr. President Trump. So go ahead and trump it. I mean, I love that idea. I love it. But even if it it remains parlor, which it probably would, just go there. Just bring everybody there. People will go there with you. And then, you know, if you don't like the way something is working on that particular platform, say something and they'll fix it. Because you're the guy that's keeping them alive. And if anyone can do it, you can. I mean... Instead, he's got to have the war. And I know we love the war, but we've got a, we've got a lot of other things to worry about right now, globally, nationally, locally. And so why have the war with Twitter when it could be avoided and made a lot more fun? If you just went to another platform and then used them to promote the other platform I mean, it would be great. It would be great. And Jack may put his tail between his legs on that one. That would be fun to see. So I keep seeing all these stories about the state of Michigan, the great state of Michigan, the state I was born in. If you hold up your hand uh, like the mitten, that Michigan is on the map, I was born, you know, right there. For those of you watching and listening live on the 29th of May, 2020, you see where I'm pointing is right there, almost in the, almost in the thumb. Right there. Uh, You know, I may not have, I don't know if I've mentioned that before or not, but their governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, has been a nightmare for that state. Uh, For your safety, of course, or for her, you know, state citizen safety. Well, one of the things that is happening now is when she issued her emergency order in March, she included the deposits. The redeemable cans and bottles in Michigan, there's they. If if you you turn them in, you get 10 cents. It's been that way for I, I don't even know how many years. It was that way when I lived there. I mean, we used to save them, and then when we were broke, we'd turn in all the cans and bottles we had so that we had some drinking money. But they can't turn them in now because she stopped the redemption at supermarkets and all the stores that take the bottles due to, of course, the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, incredible. So no one has been able to turn in their empty cans and bottles, whether it's beer or soda or whatever it is. The, the They all have the 10 cent deposits on them. Now, incredibly, it's worth right now they figure there's about $50 million worth of empty cans and bottles just waiting to be returned. They say that the number grows by 70 million unredeemed cans and bottles a week. Wow. And it's just sitting there. Uh, There's no place to turn them in. And when they do, I mean... At some point, that's going to be too much, right? They're going to to say enough is enough. But it also is hurting the companies who sell the products in the cans and bottles because they use those for the recycling and to create new cans and bottles. So they are having to find new places to get their cans and bottles from which is more expensive to purchase because a lot of it is not recycled material, it's new. And the glass that is used for the bottles, if it's new, it takes more energy and costs more to create the first time than it does using the recycled material. So not, I mean, it's just a, it's a huge, domino effect from this from this return and i know this has been a that's another fight in and of itself the bottle return but uh, there's plenty of companies uh, recycling companies uh, bottle return i mean th- that are that's uh, affected from this so right now if you're if you've got cans and bottles that you're looking to redeem you can't and i know that there's plenty of charities Right now, that will come by and pick up your pick up your containers. Because when the ban is lifted, I'm sorry, it's it's not a ban. It's we've just stopped the redemption process for your safety during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, when that is lifted, it's going to be a big run on turning them in, and everybody's going to want their money. And so, if you want to donate it to a charity, that's probably a good thing to do, right? It's a good way to do it. Then you don't have to worry about it. You donate it to the charity and they can turn it in and get the money when it's all over, but it's just incredible. The things that, you know, one little wave of a wand from the great Governor Whitmer in Michigan, and it's costing people a whole bunch of money. Thank you, governor. I know though it not about the money. It's about saving lives, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Don't worry about those people that work at all the recycling plants and work at the stores to collect the bottles and the money that's going to have to go out the money that's being spent extra and the cost being pushed back on the consumer. Don't worry about any of that. Please don't. You're not going to? Okay, good. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca Cola Zero Sugar desperately. Hey, thanks, too. Thanks to you for listening to Chewing the Fat. You should uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, what are you doing? Subscribe to the podcast. Just pick a platform, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And then, you know, while you're doing that, you can go to YouTube and subscribe to... Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on YouTube, uh, where more content is created just for you. And then, you know, I'm sure most of you, if you're a subscriber to the podcast and the YouTube channel, well, then you, I'm sure you follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR or Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. But if you're not a subscriber, you ought to be a subscriber and follow me on my social media accounts as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I know it's Friday. It's fat pile Friday. I got it. We got, I got a ton of headlines to get to, but, uh, you know, I also want to talk a little bit yesterday. We talked about, uh, the YouTuber that, uh, you know, is slammed for her rehoming, you know, regifting the kid that they brought in. And, uh, you know, I was thinking that that's the, you know, the new plan and, uh, you know, it's, it was all about the money and people are, you know, there were a bunch of complaints that, uh, you know, are they going to give back any of the money? And I thought, well, that's just silly. They're not going to give back any of the money. They, you know, they made the deal and that's, you know, that's part of the deal. And now they can suffer by not getting extra money because of this turnaround. I mean, that's capitalism, right? Well, then I see where Kendall Jenner, uh, she was paid $275,000 to promote the Fry Fest on Instagram, you know, the festival that really never happened or anything, just was a big fraud. Well, she cut a deal to pay like $90,000 of that back. Wow. I mean, that's tough. That's tough because she was paid to advertise an event. Uh, I mean I wasn't listen part of any of the depositions or anything like that so you know she she agreed to pay ninety thousand to the festival's creditors and you know good for her but there's still plenty of lawsuits uh, and I guess uh, you know because of that and she wanted to you know not have anything to do with uh, you know the Billy McFarland currently in prison on wire fraud charges uh, you know she didn't want anything to do with that so she you know said okay fine I'll give you a little bit of money back here you go here's here's 90 grand now back off me so I mean I guess there's precedent for it maybe the youtuber you know maybe they'll have to give some of their money back for the regifting plan of I'm sorry the rehoming of their special needs child that they adopted. I mean, I get that with the, with the foster parenting. I mean, that's all kind of about the, uh, you could make the argument. Let me say that you could make the argument that that's about the money, uh, because you get paid to be a foster parent, right? When the kids come in, you get the money, but, uh, really it's about you loving kids and having a big heart and you're, you know, you want something better for these kids. So you become a, a a foster parent and a lot of times the kids are troubled. So you bring them in and you know, that kind of thing. I get it. So I'm just saying you can make the argument. Well, now, I mean, there's people asking for money back because of lawsuits and, you know, Kendall gave them some money back from the money she was paid to advertise. So Maybe the YouTubers are going to have to do the same as well. I mean, there's all kinds of money, uh, in these, in these social media accounts. I mean, Facebook and well, Instagram, uh, it's going to start running ads before IGTV videos and sharing that revenue with the creators. So if you're creating stuff on IGTV for Instagram, I mean, there's another way for you to make money. Not only, uh. I guess viewers are going to be offered the option to purchase badges on Instagram Live to show their support. And so the big influencers, that's another way for them to make uh, a lot of money. You know, uh, they, you have promotional deals anyway, and promotional deals with brands outside of the Instagram world. But now that they're going to revenue share with their creators, kind of like, YouTube does Uh, there's good deal I mean another way for Mark Zuckerberg to uh, create uh, huge accounts I mean a lot of influencers on Instagram now you know make money because they promote their Patreon accounts which you have to pay for which I've you know I thought about these people are way ahead of me on that but uh, the live videos on Instagram apparently have jumped like 70% from February to March. Now, let me say that's part of the pandemic too. I mean, everybody was sitting home. So they're, you know, doing Instagram live stuff, which was, you know, the IGTV stuff was, you know, on fire and has been on fire during the lockdown. Now that those lockdowns are being eased up and people are getting back to work, hopefully more people are getting back to work. Uh, but they're for sure not staying inside and not locked down uh, I think that some of that growth comes back down, right? Because you have other things to do than your Instagram Live. Unless you're making big bucks. Uh, then you're making big bucks. Yeah, maybe you do an Instagram Live instead of going to the store. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe you do. There's plenty of YouTubers out there and Instagrammers that uh, have their, uh, you know, their, um, uh, what do they call it? Gosh darn it. They call it their collaboration kit. I mean, everybody has their little media kit, but their collaboration kit. And they getting their sponsors through that. So maybe I need to... should come up with a fat kit. That's what I need to do. What am I doing with my life? I don't have a fat kit. Okay, just a, a, a really... Horrible story. And I don't know why I'm smiling beginning to tell you the story. Cause it's horrible. It's a horrible story. Um, a man was going to get married and they put a deposit down for the, uh, for the wedding, the wedding videographer. And then the fiance died in a car crash. She died. It was just horrific, right? And so the guy asks the videographer company to get his money back. And they said, you know, no, they have a very strict, no refund policy. And, you know, he told them the story and the sob story and how horrible it was. And they were like, uh, no, uh, we're not giving you your $1,800 back. We have a strict no refund policy. So then he went on a, a, a campaign to smear this company and talk bad about them. And of course, make them look bad, you know, and, and that's kind of easy to do since they were a company that's not giving the guy who lost his fiance in a car crash before the wedding, his money back. Right? So after that, they got pissed. And, uh, they, they said, look, uh, sorry. Life is a bitch. The guy's name is Justin. Life is a bitch, Justin. If we knew he was going to shake us down, we would have charged a higher deposit. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Now they said that they should have been able to, uh, you know, they were trying, Justin was trying to say, look, they didn't render any services. I should have got my money back. And the company said, look, uh, we we could extend the service to his next wedding, which was, according to him, a very insensitive thing to say. Uh, he, they shouldn't have said that. And the company said, look, we expressed our sympathy and explained to him that our wedding contracts are non-refundable. He kept emailing us and we finally just stopped responding because the issue was mute. Uh, that was it. And so then he just started, just started hammering them on social media, writing bad reviews and doing interviews about it. And after one review a bad review that he left on what they're calling the not.com. The company posted a photo and said today would have been the day where we would have filmed justice and Alexis's wedding. After what Justin pulled with the media stunt to try to shake us down for a refund. We hope you sob and cry all day for what would have been your wedding day. Sorry, Not sorry. Ouch. All right, let's get to the coronavirus numbers. I think, uh, you know, this being the final day in the CQB, uh, maybe we just, uh, you know, do the coronavirus numbers once a week maybe maybe once a month maybe we just end the damn thing altogether i don't know we'll see how it goes but uh, you know not a daily thing the, the uh, it's not over which is what you know this is leading to but not a daily thing anyway coronavirus cases worldwide 5,971,016 364,292 deaths here in the United States of America, 1,777,606 total cases with 103,812 total deaths. Let's scroll down here and see if China has reached that 83,000 mark. And the answer is no, no, they have not. They are at 82,995. And they have zero new cases reported. (laughs) That is incredible. But they will not get past that 83,000 mark come hell or high water. The TSA checkpoint numbers, yesterday 321,776 through the turnstiles. I mean, you have Delta and American Airlines are preparing to cut what they call a a significant portion of their workforces through layoffs and voluntary exits right now. So, I mean, it's, it's ugly for the airline industry. I know that, uh, we have, uh, you know, Disney's opening up. They're saying that, uh, guests are going to be required to wear masks. And they say, no exceptions. Wow. Okay. Well, I know in Japan, they're reopening up their, uh, you know, their thrill-seeking parks. But they also have, uh, new recommendations for, uh, I'm sorry, suggestions for, uh, visitors to the theme parks. Um... If you are riding out the outdoor attractions, which is why you're there to begin with, um, you should avoid shouting or cheering. Yeah, no. You cannot, uh, you can't scream. You can't be happy. You can ride the ride, but uh, there's no having fun. Uh, Don't scream or holler. Uh, That's just the way it is. Okay. Uh, They also say that, uh, unlike Disney, they say that uh, it's difficult for some employees to wear masks due to the nature of their work. You know, for example, entertainers and haunted house staff. They should keep at least one meter away from visitors. Now, customer service may also be compromised. So the conversation should be kept as short as possible. And they have a new style of customer service. When you're wearing a mask, you can use a combination of smiley eyes hand gestures, and that way you'll be able to communicate with visitors and other customer service representatives. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, that's a little bit different than what Disney has said. So I guess the East and West Japan theme park associations, uh, you know, are a little bit different. This company, well, they do. They're part, that's what I thought. It said here that they're part of, they operate the Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Sea, and Universal Studios Japan. So what rules count? Where are we at? I mean, uh, some amusement parks have implemented their own rules. So that's Disney's. Disney is saying these are our rules and you're going to live with it right now. Uh, no one is worried about bad breath right now. According to, uh, according to this story, uh, Hershey's gum and mint sales way down. Uh, people are not buying gum and mint say, okay. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> I, I get it. I do well, I understand that a lot. Uh, you know, not that I'm breathing, uh, you know, breath of fire, uh, here at the, uh, in the bunker, but. Normally, I ha- I buy uh, gum, you know, when you stop to get gas or whatever. You're out and about, so you get gum, so you have it. And then, you know, I un- completely understand that. I haven't bought any. Bath and Body Works, closing 50 stores across the country. If that means I don't have to smell 8 billion different candles burning at one time in the mall. Although, I've been in the mall in a long, long time. But, uh... I mean, they are the ones that have the, try to rub you down with cream as you walk by in the malls and stuff. So that might be a good thing. That actually, that actually may be a good thing. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I'm just saying it's possible that it's a good thing. Although one of the things that uh, makes it not really a good thing is, according to this latest uh, study or survey almost a third of Americans report experiencing anxiety, depression, or both, uh, uh during the lockdown. Um, okay. We'll see, uh, this, this, uh, Census Bureau project tracking the mental health of Americans during the pandemic. They surveyed more than 42,000 people between May 7th and 12th. Wow. That's That seems like another lifetime ago already, May 7th and 12th. And 34% of respondents' answers indicate a potential depressive or anxiety disorder. Oh, really? Uh, Weird. During a lockdown like that? a Half of respondents said they experienced feelings of depression in the past week. Duh. Um, the mental health trends in the United States uh, appear to be increasing over the recent years. But in an average year, roughly 18% of adults between 18 and 54 suffer some type of anxiety disorder. Which is, you know, really weird if you break it down by age. I mean, half of the adults 18 to 29 reported symptoms of depression or anxiety compared to uh, only 18% of the 70 to 79 age group and 17% of adults over 80, which, you know, is according to them is weird because those are the people most affected by the virus. Well, yeah, but the 18 to 29-year-olds are either looking for work or are staying at home with parents who are looking for work. So it's easy to figure out just what might cause them to be depressed or have just a little bit of anxiety, just a tad. You just never know. I mean, yeah. And plus in the last week, I mean, has, has, hasn't everybody at some point during this lockdown been like, well, this sucks, right? But you snap out of it, at least you hope you do. We're probably, I mean, we're getting reports now that, you know, suicides and the depression and anxieties are all up, you know, throughout the nation. And so you don't just snap out of it. Wish you could, but I know a lot of you can't. And that's the problem, right? I can't wait for tomorrow. If you're listening live, uh, the 29th of May, uh, 2020, uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to try to launch the NASA Dragon SpaceX again tomorrow afternoon. And I am looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it the other day, as you well know, and, uh, you know, they pulled the plug. We found out uh, exactly why, because they said, uh, you know, even on the feed, "Well, if we only had 10 more minutes, we could do it. But they had already started loading uh, fuel. And uh, when they start loading that fuel, it already starts to cool down. It has to be a perfect window. Everything has to be within this perfect window for the launch. So there was no way for them to extend, you know, just pause and wait for another 10 minutes because of the weather. So keep your fingers crossed. Uh, Keep your toes crossed. Keep your legs crossed. Keep your arms crossed. I mean, keep everything crossed. Just cross whatever you have. Whatever you've got, cross it. And let's hope that this launch goes off without a hitch. And we launch manned space flight from the United States of America. Along with the government and the private sector working together and we get our space program back up and running. That is kind of cool. Although, I don't want to bring you down, but remember, until we can just get in that bad boy and take off, it's really not space travel, is it? It's more like a couple people going into space. I don't want to bring you down though. I just want the rocket to take off. (laughs) Download and subscribe to more content at TheBlaze.com slash podcasts. All right, I have exciting news. I mean, exciting news. Sonic the Hedgehog, the sequel, is in the works. I know. (laughs) I know. I should have led with that. That should have been the lead story today. That gets you into the weekend, right? Right. I know. I know. Calm down. Now I'll tell you about uh, I love gators, you know that. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Gatorland in Florida. Love them. Uh I just I like gators and uh, you know I, I don't want one as a pet. I don't want to ride one, I don't want to wrestle one. I just I like gators over there. Well, uh in Hilton Head in South Carolina at one of their put Golf courses. I'm sorry. Uh, lagoon at uh, Hilton Head Island. Mini golf course. Uh, in one of the lagoons at the Hilton Head. Mini golf course. Uh, there was a gator there. And they needed to get rid of it. I think it was a 12 and a half foot gator. Pretty good size. Big old boy. Or girl. And so they. Called the gator trapper. And, and he came. And he tied it up. And then. He didn't just tie it up and drag it out of there. He tied it up, and then he had people sit on it and take pictures. Kids were coming up and sitting on it, and everybody was saying, go up there and sit down with your dad and take a picture of you with the gator. Hey, <laughs> I would not be doing that with the kid. No way am I sending my kid up to do that. Not a chance. That is not happening. I don't care if the Gator Man is there or not, right? So then, I mean, after he, after they trapped it and they called the the police, uh, they took it away and killed it. I just pulled it away, no problem. Uh, they were people were a little, little, little mad uh, because the Gator was all bound up, had him tied up, and I mean, they were sending their kids up. To sit on the gator. I mean, the gator was really docile. And, you know, he's tied up and he's, you know, laying there. But I'm telling you, you know, that gator whips his tail around one time. You're going to know it. And your little kid is flung across the mini golf course. But, uh, and look, like I said, it was only 12 feet long. So don't worry about it. But if you get a chance, I'll, I'll tweet out uh, the video. It was awesome. People walking up and and having them sit on the gator. And one guy sat on the gator, and I'm thinking, dude, if that gator even moves a little bit, you are doomed. I don't care how bad you think you are. Uh, and then, the, you know, they hauled it off and killed it. And everybody was, you know, all bummed out. Dan Mafo of Critter Management uh, told, ah, I just wanted people to get an idea of, you know, what the gators were like. And I thought it was kind of a cool thing. So I told them to come on up and, Sit on it, take some pictures. Uh, you know, just it's a sideshow. Don't worry about it. Listen, we got the tow truck here. We got them tied up. We'll bring it. Don't worry about it. All right. And uh, like I'm, I'm, I got a license. I'm good. So don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right, no problem. And did you see the, uh, this is another video that just amazed me where the boy they're saying has nerves of steel as he carefully gets away from bear. And in the Italian mountains, uh, this dad is videotaping his son and you see this bear, come out of the bushes behind him and then the video that i saw showed the kid you know slowly walking away and the way and the bear was still there i don't think it's real it didn't look real to me it's just like no way that's real i just i couldn't believe that the dad was continuing to film uh there was no little there was no sound that made it seem like he was a little nervous uh, Anything. Uh, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm okay with the, I guess the kid would have, you know, I'll give the, you know, if it was real, the kid had nerves of steel, but I think we're going to find out it it's not real. I cause I don't know. I, I'm going to remember to have to look back into it again, but I, I bet, I bet it's not real. I just, a thought, just a thought. And if you need them to make a little bit of money, a lot of people out of work, a lot of people looking to make some extra cash. A big black market has opened up in South Africa. Uh, They have banned tobacco and liquor. And it's part of the, you know, lockdown to combat the spread of the coronavirus, which, of course, I mean, everyone knows liquor and cigarettes are an evil cause of the coronavirus. And so they uh, banned tobacco and liquor. Now, that hasn't really helped any because people are still smoking and drinking, And there's a huge black market and all the people, even the, uh, even the enforcers, the police officers are still smoking and drinking. So boy, what a great job South Africa is doing. But if you want to make some money on the side right now, probably a good thing to, uh, get yourself some uh, cigarettes and booze and try to find a way to sneak it into South Africa and, you know, sell it on the black market. Don't get caught also be on the lookout for uh, my uh, interview with John Ziegler, uh, the Matt Lauer story. Uh, I'm going to post that on my YouTube channel and as a podcast. So you can uh, just listen to the interview with John. Fascinating interview on the Matt Lauer story. And you can also listen and watch it if you subscribe to my YouTube channel. So uh, that will be out uh, this weekend as well. So keep an eye out and subscribe to both Chewing the Fat podcast and Chewing the Fat YouTube channel. Have a good day and don't let anybody tell you you don't look good because, doggone it, (laughs) you look great and whoever told you that that shirt doesn't look good on you (laughs) does not know what they're talking about.